Did you do a hand explosion? Yeah. Like, okay, so now whenever we do this, we're going to have to do a fist bump and then yeah. explosion. All right, cool. We can plan that for next time. That'll be good because that'll be episode number 50. That'll be a good celebration. We've already done 50 episodes or we'll have done 50 oh, episodes? We'll have done, yeah. We're at Dang, 49 man. today. We're so old. No, man. I woke up the other day. And I don't know if you've had, I'm sure you've had the old man moment where it's like your back just suddenly hurts. Yep. I didn't do anything. It's like I slept wrong. And it's like, is there a like, wrong way to sleep? I'm just mm. sleeping, man. Come on. Like, I'm not thinking about it. No. <laughs> it's old people problems. So I don't know. I don't want to bore people with, you know, saying like, hey, I realize that I'm getting old because I'm old, but I don't think I'm that old, but I feel like I'm that old. Maybe. I'm right there with you. I'm okay. right there with you. <laughs> Maybe I feel like this last year has been four years. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's know. definitely it. I don't know, but it's it's 2021. Um, New Year. Yes, it is. Woohoo! We made it another trip around the sun, and we made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna leave it at we we made another trip around the sun. Yeah. All right. Cool. We'll leave it right there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the the race is still going. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely feel that. You, you know, you never slowed down. You never took a breath. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week, song stuck in your head. Uh, I will get mine out of the way, and it's by my favorite band, August Burns Red. Yes. <laughs> so uh, they released a new single um, just a couple days ago, actually, I think is when I saw it on, on the YouTube. And it's called Standing in the Storm. And it's 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 a good August Burns Red song. Uh, I almost missed the key there. It, it's a good song, but uh, it's not like my, my favorite by far. Um, but overall, just a, a very, very good ABR song. And uh, about minute 50 in, there's there's a breakdown that happens. And then this really kind of groovy, really just nice, uh, nicely toned, well thought out lead uh, from JB. So we'll take a listen there. And this is right after like a typical metalcore breakdown, which, you know, I'm already here for. But then the lead comes in and uh, I'm sold for the next 30 seconds. Metalcore still lives. It's so good. It's it's you know it's it's not it's not a lot either. It's nothing it's too not, complex, it's, but it's like simple and it's just groovy and ah, it's so in sync with each other. It's just like yes. Yeah, well, and, and that's one of the things that I really enjoy about them, right? Is like they definitely um, put all those elements together. They know when to, how to weave the the instruments through each other, right? So like you get the breakdown, you get the lead, you get the drums, and it all just kind of like intermingles so nicely. Um, it reminds me a lot of The Frost too, which is another one of my favorite uh, ABR songs. Um, that lead in there is very much like kind of the opening of The Frost, uh, but... You know, what can I say? I love my band, August Burns Red. They never fail me. Yes. So it's always good to have these kinds of bands like 
in your back pockets, the uh, the old reliables, if you will, of just bands that you can always count on to to deliver the goods. Oh yeah, yeah, I, uh, old faithful, right? Like it's it's mm-hmm. the Yosemite, you know. Like every four months, I can expect you know this band to release something, whether it's a Christmas song, whether it's a just random single, whether it's a music video for a you know song, something. They always keep me satiated, right? Yes, yes, for sure. What about you, dude? All right, so the band I want to feature that's been stuck in my head, I think I found on Spotify on a Discover Weekly playlist, I think, or some like album radio or something like that. Um, the band uh, has kind of a weird name. I think it's pronounced Konsu, K-H-O-N-S-U. Um, they have an album called The Zun, X-U-N, uh, protectorate and the song i want to feature is called uh jator j-h-a-t-o-r ascension a lot of weird names going on i don't understand it the album art looks pretty cool though um oh. so let me go ahead and just pop that up on the uh the stream here um it's got a really like sci-fi dystopian kind of look to it um and I'll just let you listen to it, but I think the imagery with the music just really struck the right chord with me. So we'll take a listen uh, right at the beginning here. It's like, you know, when you have to paint the word picture, but you have to do it with music. That's why album art exists, right? Right. Dang, man, I'm, I'm still looking at this album right now. You got me like going down the rabbit hole because I'm like, it's like upside down or right side up. Yeah, like what am I looking at here and which direction is which? It's so weird. Is it the sun setting on the horizon? Is it, uh, mm, uh. We got this really groovy riff right here. Yeah, it just kind of keeps going for a while there. You know, you just got to ride ride it home, man, you know? Exactly, exactly. Sweet. Yeah, that's the song that's been stuck in my head. So um, let's uh, let's jump over to follow-up then. Uh, Our ongoing segment, you gave yourself extra homework or you gave yourself a lofty goal this year. I really did. Um, So if we're... If we remember from last year, I uh, challenged myself to discover a new band every episode, essentially. So like uh, one uh, every other week. Well, I decided to up that to two every other week, or we're looking at like four a month, I think, is what it kind of equates to. Um, so it's a lot of bands to get through. I know last time when we talked about it, I was a little bit worried about uh, trying to keep things organized. Um, and I think I found a solution. So I made a specific Ooh. playlist um, on Spotify for new bands to listen to. So anytime I come across someone, um, say if I'm listening to an, a radio on Spotify or something, I just add that song to the playlist. And then later I'll go back, I'll find an album of theirs that's popular or the album that that song was off of. And I'll add that album to the playlist because I really like consuming full albums from a band to kind of see where they're at. 
um, just in general. So I think that's been working out really well. And gotcha. The first band I want to feature uh, is called Fornicus. Um, they're kind of like this interesting kind of death metal. I, I would say it's it's not overproduced. It sounds really kind of more organic, but it's not like old school death metal quite like. It's really hard to describe, um, but when you hear it, you know it's death metal. And the reason I found this band is that I was just having this sort of craving one day for just like really nasty, ugly death metal. And this is what I came across and it fit the bill perfectly. <laughs> um, I just the album, nasty. Yeah, it's just nasty. And the album artwork. Yeah, let me pull that up here, too. So so you can see it because it just really um, it's what you would expect from a death metal band. Um, really nasty. The album uh, this is off of is called Sulfuric Omnipotence. And the song I want to feature is called One Mass Grave. So uh, we'll take a listen right at the beginning here. Oh, that's got some stank on it. Right. <laughs> I can tell what you mean by not overproduced, but not classic. That's a very right. apt it's like, description. Yeah, there's like this weird middle ground. I don't know how to describe it other than that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, again, this just kind of keeps going on for a while. Um, but mean. it was really funny i was just looking for something to hit strike this certain chord and fit the certain mood and it was just perfect it was great that's so beautiful yes but that's only half of the story it is only half of the story the next band i want to feature here is um a band that i kind of bookmarked from last year so one way i try to keep track of bands to to look into is by if i come across a post on social media or something i just like save it save that post or something and i'll i'll come back to it later um that being said i took a look at that list the other day and it is extensive um i really don't know how long it'll take me to get through all of it um so i'm just kind of starting at the top and working my way down uh this band that i uh came across first is called discarnate with a y uh, at, after the d not a di it's dy um, DIY? Album, yeah, DIY. The album uh, is called And So It Came to Pass. And what really struck me about this particular song is the pun in the title. And I love puns, so immediately it caught my eye. It's called Cain Enable. Not and able, but enable. Like he's enabling him. Steve, remember I said we're old men? Yes. This is this this doesn't help that that uh the argument against the fact that we are old. Yeah, I know. Um but I love puns and we're just going to we're going to roll with it. Uh so we'll take a listen here. This is like hardcore. Yeah, it does definitely have a hardcore kind of vibe to it. It's some of it kind of sounds like death metal-y too at certain points, um, but I definitely, yeah, I think the hardcore is very prominent. Wars, wars. 
there's the death metal. <laughs> yeah, okay, we found it. We found it. We found it. <laughs> you know, never judge a, a song by its intro. Yes. Book by the cover thing. Okay, you got it. Good. Okay. Making sure. Lit- literal yeah. you. Just making sure they got the you got the reference. You know, that's that's a safe assumption though with me because like I feel like sometimes I'm either right on the same length with someone or I'm complete 180. So it's all good. You're left field. Who's on yes. first? Who is on first? No a idea. Um, I was talking to a coworker, and every time I mention some pop culture reference, usually I check myself as like, wait, you've seen this, right? And he's always, yes, I've seen that. I appreciate you asking, but I'm not that old. I, I don't know because he every once in a while there there's some reference that I drop that I would expect anyone to to get and he's sure. left field you know just like wandering around and I'm like bro come on the softball you, no okay cool but everyone likes different things yep and I can't force him to watch Marvel movies but he should watch Marvel movies I mean does it seem like the type that he would be interested in them. No, not at all. Oh, well, there's your problem. <laughs> I I I say that because I don't feel he would want to take the time to appreciate a Marvel movie, right? And I think you're kind of on this page too, right? I have like the deep knowledge of the Marvel universe lore from comics and the movies, right? And Everything in between. So when I watch the movies, it's very much just a payout of, you know, what I read in the comics, right? It's the re- retelling of those stories. So whenever they follow a plot point, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's from, you know, whatever episode, you know, number issue number 56 of, you know, this blah, blah, blah. And we should see this character come in eventually at some point. And sure enough, you see that and it's like a big reveal. And I'm like, yay, payout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really so, funny. We'll talk about this more in wrap up, too, because I... Uh, yeah, I, I have thoughts about some some new Marvel content. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. You know. But now Now in in my uh arena of follow up, so this this wasn't a twenty twenty one thing for me. It was more just a, a kind of spur of the moment uh blast beat journey, trying to find my mix of the the perfect amounts of blast beat before they give up uh trying to impress me with the same same beat or um they change up the variation just enough for me to stay interested. So I, every time, same, same as you, right? I, I kind of have this, you call them playlists. I call them buckets, you know, it's just a tomato, tomato, potato, potato thing. Um, it's potato, by the way. So, <laughs> oh boy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> F- fight me at me on Twitter. I don't, I don't care. It's potato. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> change my mind. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to be the Bernie just sitting there. It's like, it's potato. <laughs> uh, but the uh, this bucket system that I have, I same thing. When I listen to a song or I hear a song with, with blast beats, I, I add it into this bucket and then I go back at another time and kind of re-listen to these songs to see if I can find that area. And uh, I had listened to a song by Deicide 
and that had some pretty crazy blast beats in the beginning. And I was like, okay, this is this is not exactly what I'm looking for. Like it was getting closer. And then a song came on a little bit, you know, later in the rotation um, by Cattle Decapitation off, uh, I think, their latest album. And the song is called Death Atlas. And from the beginning, I was like, all right, here come the blast beats. But I think, I think, now I'm not going to put the stamp on it yet to say this is, this is, you know, my threshold, but these, this is pretty darn close to my threshold between the variations that they do. Um, they never let it drone on for too long. And just right from the beginning, it starts going and it's, it's, I like it. One more pronounced snare. All right. Can we switch back? Okay. I can, I can handle that. And there's just enough, you know, in the background to, you know, kind of distract me a little bit, but it's still very prominent. Yeah, there it is. So this is as close as I could want to get to an enjoyable one minute of blast beats for me, right? Like, I, that's that's a whole minute I can get through in that intro where I'm just like I'm still in this whole time like there I'm I'm not out. Um, it wasn't until they got to like the chorus of the song that I was like, whoa, I'm out. Pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Now, and that was weird for me coming from de- cattle decapitation. I was like, I didn't think I was ever going to be out. But if you've never listened to this song and you've never gotten to the chorus, um. I know you said you wanted to listen to this album. I feel like I'm going to make this more follow-up for you, so I'm going to give you more homework for, for next time. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you listen to this album and let me know what you think of of the, the chorus of this song in particular. Because um, nice. I have thoughts, and I want to discuss them with somebody, and I want it to be a safe space. So, <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm definitely up for that challenge, and I'm definitely looking forward to that conversation. Because um, I think it was right before we started the stream, we were talking about how... This has been on like my to listen to list forever and like basically since it came out and I just have yet to do it. So um, I will definitely take you up on that challenge. All right. All right. Deal. So I I think that wraps up our follow up. Wraps up follow up. Uh, Now on to the main topic. So it's 2021, as we mentioned at the top. Last year in 2020, we did two episodes about just kind of upcoming album releases. And I feel that that's probably a good tradition to kind of keep alive. Um, You know, A, it's an easy topic for us to discuss because, man, there's so much content when you talk about just new album releases. Uh, And B, I think it also gives, you know, everyone something to look forward to, right? I, I, I love, on your list, it always comes up with a bunch of stuff that I was never on my radar, right? And it kind of forces me to, you know, get more stuff on my radar and pick a bunch of trolley picks uh, for you to, you know, have to put up with whenever we do the recording. So (laughs) it's a win-win. Win-win. Now, in in typical metallurgy fashion, um, Steve, you are much more prepared than I am for this this episode, which means... You have a list of all the, all of your songs, and I have a shruggy emoji. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think the consensus we came to is you're going to go through at least your songs, and then at the end, I'm going to just go through one of the the 
top metal website aggregator lists of upcoming releases, and we'll see if we find anything there that, that tickles my fancy. Sweet. Uh, this is going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. So All right, well, let's go ahead go for and start it. with my side here. Did you have something to say first? No, the floor is yours, good sir. I'm going to enjoy my chocolate stout and just uh, sit back and relax. Cool, cool. So the first pick that I have technically isn't metal, but there is a lot of crossover for a lot of reasons. Um, the main reason being the main guy in this group, because they're not really like a band. Uh, it's really just a music group. Uh, his name is uh, Einar Selvik. He used to be in a black metal band called Gorgoroth, I believe, uh, back in the 90s. He was a drummer. He kind of made this transition over the years from black metal into traditional Norwegian folk music. So basically, he's kind of become this music historian in a way, which is really interesting. Um, he's done a lot of studies about uh, ancient uh, Norwegian musical traditions, and he's really trying to keep them alive with uh, his music project called Wardruna. Um, some of their music you may have heard from the show Vikings, if you've ever uh, watched that. I think he made a cameo or two in a couple episodes um, in that show, which is really cool. Um, this band or group Wardruna has been around for a number of years now. I don't know when exactly they... Uh, formed but they are coming out with a new album which came out today actually i remember this um i heard uh, a couple songs off of the album sounds really really good and i do want to highlight here here we go all right so the album is called <clears throat> kvit raven maybe i don't know how you pronounce it in norwegian but that's what i'm gonna go with someone can correct me at any time I, I feel like the the tricky part for me is always the emphasis, right? Like, where do you yeah? Where do you emphasize which which syllables syllables uh, are we emphasizing? Yes, yes, I completely agree with that. So the song I want to feature is actually the title track, which I will not butcher again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dang it! I thought we were gonna get a twofer. Yeah, um, I mean, you can so try gonna... it in the other pronunciation. Like, if you if you had an alternate one, then one of them's going to be. I don't More know. Right I other. don't have an alternate, though. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so we'll go ahead and take a listen about a minute in. It takes a little while to build up, but I'm going to kind of catch it between this transition point. Um, again, keep in mind, this isn't metal. This is kind of traditional Norwegian kind of like religious ceremonial kind of music. So here we go. Steve, I'm constantly reminded that I don't feel like you are a true, you know, like you shouldn't be living in the United States, you know, like you would benefit so much from just traveling all through Europe, going and seeing local bands like that is that is your scene. Yeah, man, I my wife and I are so anxious for this COVID thing to be over so we could travel again because there's so many places we want to go and we're in a spot in our lives where 
that is possible, just COVID's in the way now. <laughs> it's possible to go, but you can't go. <laughs> but also not possible. Well, yeah, like you said, it's possible for you, but now there's other things out of your control. I mean, your singular control. Yes, yes. Anyway, that is Wards Runa. Um, I really like them. I listen to them a lot. Like if I'm uh, focusing on a project for work or I'm just trying to chill out or something, it's really uh, really cool just to kind of have on in the background. Background music for a movie, for Vikings, for yes. Steve, for yes. Vikings again, and also for Steve. Yes. Also, playing listening to this while playing Elite Dangerous is actually kind of cool. <laughs> Oddly That's enough. a weird mashup that I wouldn't have... Uh, Maybe, maybe I'm the only one who would appreciate it, but if anyone's looking for a unique experience and you happen to have those two things, give it a shot and let me know. I mean, your background is already kind of kind of showing a little bit to you, right? We're listening to some folk stuff. You got Star Wars posters in the background, like where we're already, yep. you know. Yep. Star Wars Mishy and Mashy. Metal. That's that's me right there in the back. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like, you know, not getting too much into the the into the weeds here, but like Thor Ragnarok, you know, the mix up between sci-fi and, you know, Norse mythology, right? I feel like that's right up your alley. Like, you're like I love this. This is, this is exactly what I want. Um, yes. I loved, loved that movie. I, and I've only seen it once and I need to watch it more. <laughs> Man, I've watched that movie like four times. That's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. It's just such it, a I know fun, it is for a lot of people. It, it's, it's fun. You know, it's, a lot of Marvel movies will try to be action packed and, you know, kind of, you know, set tones for everything. But the plot points in, in, in Ragnarok, you know, they don't, they don't further, further a lot of the, the universe plot, right? They tie up some, some loose ends here and get this fun little side quest adventures. But I mean, you're talking about a movie where Jeff Goldblum is, you know, the kind of like head honcho in this gladiator fighting arena. And it's Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum talking about vaporizing people. I love that movie. It's so fun. Just a great, funny, lighthearted, but still very well done, like very true to character, like Marvel movie. I yeah. Lots of yes. praise for that movie. Noise. The next band uh that I want to feature is called Tribulation. I actually found out about this band from my wife. My wife, she comes up with some of the best music recommendations, and I don't know how she does it. I feel like she's like the human Spotify algorithm for me, and it's great. Um, this is a black metal band that's really awesome. I just found out about them recently. They're coming out with a new album called uh, doo -doo 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 -doo, Where the Bloom Becomes Sound on uh, Metal Blade Records, and this is coming out on January 29th. And uh, the song I want to feature here is called Funeral Pyre. Um, like most of the songs this week that I'm choosing, uh, it really just is awesome right from the beginning. So we'll go ahead and take a listen. These are early Steve riffs, man. Like... These, these were definitely your cup of tea when we first started listening to, to metal together. Like, I, I can feel a lot of that. I kind of like this guy's vocal style, too, because I feel like it's really close to the black metal vocal style that I can do. <laughs> 
Like, I really like this because it's easy for me to sing along with. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that. I think what also caught me about this band is that, like, it's black metal that, like, really kind of follows uh, a key that we're used to hearing. <laughs> yeah. I can. Yeah. That is, I, I think the, for the know, most part. Now that you mention it, that definitely rings true for me. Because black metal usually is not not on, on my radar at all, but this key is much friendlier, a little more in the, the mainstream spectrum. I, I get that. Yeah. Vocal style also reminds me a little bit of like early Dark Train Poetry too. A little like, bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally hear that. The way they emphasis the uh, <laughs> emphasize. Yes. Emphasize. Emphasize. Next band I want to feature is uh, a really cool band um, that I happened to meet the main guy in this in this project. Uh, the band is called Panopticon. It's kind of just a one man band. Uh, the guy's name is Austin Lunn. He I don't know. I feel like maybe I mentioned this on the podcast before. But he uh, co-owns a Viking-themed brewery in uh, Minnesota, and my wife and I visited there a few times. And the first time we went, we actually got to meet him. Um, he gave us like a tour of the brewery and stuff, and we talked about music for hours and hours. It was great. Um, he's been super prolific this past year, music-wise. And again, he's coming out with a new album uh, this spring. Um, he doesn't have an official date yet. The album is called And Again Into the Light, and this is going to be coming out on Bind Rune Records. Um, unfortunately, this single that he's released hasn't been released through any like major streaming platforms yet, so it's just on YouTube. So I'm just going to go ahead and play the audio here. Uh, it's a 12-minute song, so I don't want to get through like a lot of it, obviously. So we'll just go ahead and start from the beginning because, again, it's just really good. Keep in mind, he does all of the instruments in, in this band. So go ahead and take a listen here. I drink beers with this guy. I totally grab a beer with him. I had many beers with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like as bad as you throwing up on the side of the road before leaving. No, because I could hold my stuff back then. (laughs) (laughs) I can't anymore. I'm so old. Now now you're an old man. We we, we talked about this already. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, poor Steve. But he's got kind of this like atmospheric black metal kind of feel to it as far as like the lead sound just kind of like long and droney leads with a lot of reverb um i'm also super impressed with his drumming like this is him on drums it's just amazing all right we'll call it there it's been a minute and a half I can go on for a while on this one. 12 minutes, you say? (laughs) Steve, you already told us that you didn't want to go through a lot of it. You're going through a lot of it. Well, you know, a minute and 20 seconds is virtually half of a song in Adam's book, you know? (laughs) 
And so, thank you for listening to a uh, half a song's worth of that song. <laughs> hey man, uh, punk rock got my ADHD attention span like uh, two minutes or bust, man. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes or bust. Uh. All right, moving on to the next band here that I'm looking forward to a new album from. The band Cult of Luna that I discovered last year, I believe, or the year before um, at the tail end there is releasing an EP. So it's not going to be a full album, but um, I'm really excited about it. It's been uh, getting some really good press um, kind of leading up to it. It's going to be released on February 5th through Red Creek and Metal Blade Records. And uh, the song I want to feature off of that is called Three Bridges um, at around 212 is where it kind of changes from like the I don't know if it's going from a verse to a chorus or like a verse to another section or what um but you get to kind of hear the different grooves of this uh song that sound really cool so go ahead and take a listen there I kind of like this synthy lead that they got going on there I feel like 2021 is going to be like the year of droning for you, you know? It's certainly possible. I can definitely see that happening, especially after last year where like I started this Steve's Underground Corner thing and like the first band I choose is a doom metal band and that was like my theme for the whole year. <laughs> Setting the stage, right? That's a nice lead, too. Man, Cult of Luna, like, what else? Like, I, I feel like I've listened to singles or popular songs, but I've never listened to a full album. What's I've a, done what's a couple a... album listen-throughs on them, and they're really good. I think because I listen to most of their stuff in a live setting. Um... For me, I think that's kind of where I'm basing a lot of my opinion on them from. So, like, hearing it in a in a recorded format is a little bit different. It doesn't give quite the same vibe. That's just me, though. Recorded audio format. <laughs> to capture the unique feelings I had when filming the classics. <laughs> like Kindergarten Cop. Terminator. Total Recall. And the Terminator. And the Terminator. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all Side good. Sidetracked. It's what I do. Yes. And the last band that I want to feature tonight is by a band that I think you and I, I know I listened to back in high school. I can't remember if you did or not. Uh, Carcass. Very late in high school for me. Okay. Uh, they are going to be coming out with a new album on... They don't know yet. It's TBA, and it's going to be through Nuclear <laughs> Blast. <laughs> yeah. I love. <laughs> so behind the scenes, uh, we have a shared outline in Google, uh, sponsored by Google Docs, uh, in Google Docs. And Steve, much as I said, he's prepared and he's got the 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 name, the the artist name, the song, the album, and the release date. And to see him 
say and it's going to be released on and then double click and highlight the tba is like oh it's tba never mind <laughs> was it was perfect i wish i could have had a screen recording of that so it was just a great moment of realization it's all good we'll uh since we are streaming this live and it's going to get exported to youtube we can just make a clip of that and then we'll be good let's <laughs> record the screen oh my gosh yes all right. So the album that they're going to be releasing is called Torn Arteries. And I don't think they've actually released any songs or like singles from it yet. So the song I'm going to feature is off of the album Despicable, which I believe might be their most recent album. And the song is called The Living Dead at the Manchester Morgue. A little bit lengthy, uh, but they the intro is really, really cool. And they've got this kind of unique style that they've, I wouldn't say trademarked, but definitely made their kind of own where it's kind of like this low harmonized, like lead melodic kind of playing in a way. Um, it sounds really, really cool. And we're just going to go ahead and take a listen right at the beginning here. I've listened to this song so many times. Oh, <laughs> those harmonies. <laughs> vibrato. Oh, he's. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. This not how many notes so you're hitting good. in. Yeah, which is how you... Nice. Last beat action there for oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> like five seconds. Of... Nice. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. All of this, man. It's so good. Get the whole That's thing, so man. Good. So good. good. Just this is one that frequently comes up in my algor alg algorithmic radio, uh, and never skipped. Just mm. yeah. hooked line and sinker from the very beginning. Yes, yes. So those are the bands who's have albums coming out this year that I am looking forward to. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Now, the roller oh coaster oh, uh, no. of, of Steve queuing up songs starts now. Uh, oh, so, boy. Uh, unlike you, I have, I'm, I'm doing this all off the cuff and much to every producer's um, probably, you know, nightmare. Uh, we'll do it live. We'll do yes. it live. What does it mean to play us out? Uh <laughs> I am going full Bill O'Reilly on this episode, and I'm just going to look at uh, a list, and we'll see if anything comes up on here that we can queue up uh, in a timely fashion. Um, 
to look at. I don't know if you want me to send you this list so you can also scroll along. I don't know if that's easier for you. Um, it's going to distract like, me no, too much. Just tell you're, you're me like, and I'm no, going to search. Dude, just <laughs> tell me things. All right, man. So um, I am going through January. Uh, in January, I saw Jason Beeler, which looks like Jason Bieber, which we, we already talked about that, but not going to fo- focus on Justin Bieber these days. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Nightfall is doing a bunch of re-releases. Now, do re-releases count as an, a 2020, like, album release? I mean, is that a cop-out? Kinda, but I'll let it slide this once. Like, okay, let's ask this then. Re-release or remaster, which is, which is a cop-out? Re-release is more of a cop-out than remaster. Agreed. 100%. All right. So are we going with Nightfall or no? <laughs> no, we're not going with Nightfall. I'll let, okay. I'll let you know when we go with one. Um, okay. Man, Foo Fighters is on this list? Yeah, they kind of just smush a lot of bands together in there. I mean, I like Foo Fighters, but not for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, like Dio's on here with re-releases. What? Loudwire. Loudwire.com. What are you doing? Why are you giving me too much stuff to look at? I mean, like, I can't say that I'm surprised. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not saying that either. Um, no, pretty reckless. We've talked about before. Yep. Uh, and I swear, I I, th- I swear, you talked about that last episode, of the episode before. So we don't need. To, I don't, don't doubt it. I, I do remember it coming up recently. I just can't remember when exactly. I think it's mostly because our stream slash recording schedule has been a little bit wonky and rough trying to get back into this year <laughs> you know it's it's a slow start yeah. hey um what's going on with alice cooper i'm actually really curious about this one because 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 that dude has been rocking since wayne wayne's world uh and since before well before wayne's, wayne's world, world but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but wayne's world is when i got introduced to alice cooper um yeah feed my frankenstein off the wayne's world soundtrack that, yes. that we had on cassette tape you, okay, so remember when we were in high school and we were in 4-H together and we raised pigs and then we took them to the Del Mar Fair and while we were there for that week, Alice Cooper was playing a concert. You remember that? Yeah. So, I remember that. Do you remember what year that was? Oh, dude, that's 2004, 2003? No, it couldn't have been 2004. It had to have been way earlier. Had, not way earlier. Earlier than that. I'm thinking like no, okay, 2002 you know or 2003. The, we had to ride the bus from yeah. school to my house. That yep. is legit 2003. Okay. So I can't remember like the year before that, so 2002, if Alice Cooper was at that one or not. But if he wasn't, then there's a very, 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 very high probability that uh, we may have like inadvertently crossed paths with the guy that I work with now <laughs> at that Alice Cooper show at the Del Mar Fair. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I, I just, wouldn't. You, it was really funny. You know what's funny is you know us us growing up in San Diego, the Del Mar Fair was like the big, the big happening in, in summertime, right? And you know I I've been in 4-H. Um, raising livestock of some sort since i was 10 
Now, that meant that when you raise livestock and you go to the fair, this is for all those people who have never... um, you know, I had to, had to show animals at a fair is you live on the fairgrounds. Like you are a legit carny for a week. You live there, you wake up in the morning, you go to the barns, you clean the barns, you go back. And then the day is yours. You get to eat fair food all day long. You're right next to the beach. So you can go walk to the beach and hang out at the beach for a while, come back and you know, do your thing. But yeah, every night at the Del Mar fair, right. They're playing different artists and things like that. So when I can remember, cause you you had the option of staying in the jockey quarters, like in the jockey quarters were just, you know, like concrete things next to all the barns and stuff. Um, or if you had an RV, you could park it in the stables. And I didn't realize how many stables they have at the Del Mar Fair. Do you realize it's the San Diego County Fair now, but it will always be the Del Mar Fair to me. But yeah, there are so many stables. Like, I mean, it makes sense with the racetrack right there, though, right? I, I don't know. That's like housing 400 plus horses. When are there ever 400 plus horses at the racetrack? I don't know. I've never been to a horse race before, so I have no many, no idea how many horses they keep there at one time during a race. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted by the amount of stables that there were there. So we would always park our RV there, but because the, the concerts that they would hold were at the grandstands uh, of the racetrack, right? That's where they would set up, you know, the stage and, and everything. So we could always hear every night whatever band was playing, right? And you got your typical, like, Toby Keith, you know, like Carrie Underwood, like every other day is a country star. Uh, but one or two artists every year would be, like, metal or punk rock. I remember I, I watched MXPX play there one time. Um, <laughs> and, oh, man. And there was That's another, a throwback. There was another rock band, too. It is a throwback, right? But, uh, that Alice Cooper ones, all this stuff, like you'd always hear them at night. So like, it's like eight o'clock, you know, you're getting ready. Cause you got to wake up at like five in the morning to go, you know, clean everything before the fair opens and stuff like that. So it's like, you're already tired. And then you're trying to go to sleep and all you hear is like, feed my Frankie's. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, Alice Cooper, let me go to sleep, please. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. What, uh, I wouldn't doubt that we crossed paths uh, because like everyone was there. I know, I know. I just think it's really funny because we were talking about, uh, you know, artists that we've seen in concert over the years. And we were talking about just like old artists. Um, and Alice Cooper came up and they're like, yeah, I saw him at the fairgrounds. So I was like, wait, I did too. When was this? And then we're just kind of like putting all these pieces together. And we're like, oh my gosh, we were probably like right next to each other and didn't even know. Oh man. Sometimes they'd have bands that would play two nights in a row. <laughs> Just kill me. Just kill yeah, me. Yeah. I, I don't know. It may, maybe this is different for you and I. If, if there was a band that you really liked, would you go two nights, two sequential nights, one night after the other, to see the same band? If there were different sets with more than half the songs being different, I would. Oof, that's a big stipulation that I don't think a lot of these bands could meet, at least the ones playing at the Del Mar Fair. You're right. So in that case, no. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, so I want you to pull up Epica because I think they have a new single that came out because I've listened to the two earlier ones, but I haven't listened to the latest one. And I want to say there's ones called called Rivers or something like that. Yep, I see uh, it here. I have not listened to the song yet, uh, but I'm curious if this will whet my whistle for... All right. For Epica's latest album called Omega. Sweet. 
Here we go. This is Rivers by Epica. Yep. Uh-huh. You want me to skip forward at all? Yeah, I'd like I'd like you to. I don't think this is what you were expecting, Adam. It was not. I mean, you know, it's still great uh, vocalization and everything, but... Oh, wait, hang on. Let's see where this comes in. It just in. took a bit. How, how long is this song? Almost five minutes. Oh. Okay. You, you, you can stop there. I think, we're, I think we're good with that one. Okay, so we get the gist of the song... Uh, not quite what you were expecting, but that's still not quite a, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's a good representation of what the album's going to be like, because their songs, like, they tend to be more thematic or theatrical in a way. They kind of follow a story a lot of times, so it's going to make sense that you're going to have these sorts of ebb and f- ebbs and flows between the songs stylistically so well yeah this this goes back to our whole thing of like releasing an album right uh the album a lot of times if you try to take that apart piece by piece or out of context it's not going to make sense right we are definitely 100 taking the song out of context now they released this song so you can argue that hey if they released it then they want people to listen to it uh and maybe this is you know if someone it's their first taste uh, of Epica, right? Their first exposure, then this may be right up their alley. But for you and I, who are seasoned Epica um, listeners, it's we know it's the the flow, right? Is it the ebb or the flow? Which one's the the more rough? I would. I don't know the, exactly. The, the I would ebb? have to guess the ebb is the the rough, and the flow is the not so rough. Okay, so this is the flow. Uh, yes, we'll go with that. Yeah, right. I, I think like because the first two singles are very typical Epica and this album Omega I've been looking forward to. So I'm still going to on day one, listen to the whole thing. And I'm sure when I get to this song Rivers, right, it will make sense to me why it is placed where it is placed in the album. Right. If they have done their job right, they being the producers and the band and creating and crafting this album, if they've done their job right, it will make sense where it's put. If they have not done their job right, I will be skip. <laughs> skip, 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 skip. <laughs> well, no, you only skip once because you never know if the next song is going to be good. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. Okay. M- moving down the list here. We're only at February, by the way. So I'm only going to get us to, to June. Uh, and in okay. June, I'm going to call it like a hard stop. Cool. So, okay. Let's see. No effects is on here. What? Okay. I guess. I mean, again, me love no effects. Like I love me some punk. But why are you on this list of metal? Okay, fine. I guess. Yeah. Chevelle? What? What? Why? No, that's not a thing. Insane Clown Posse? Like, uh, nope. Nope. Sorry. I'm not a whatever. Chuggalo. Their fans are. Yeah, there. That's the one. Yep. A Day to Remember. Also, you know, more punk rock, but that's mm. uh, no. Where did I want to get to? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um. In March, Rob Zombie. Let's throw it back again, man. Uh, I made a Matrix Matrix reference today in a work channel, chat channel, 
I said, hey, guys, here's a matrix for blah, 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 blah. And they're like, what? And I said, a matrix. And then I did like a little gif of the matrix screen going down. <laughs> and everyone nice. kind of gave me the the awkward chat silence. I don't know. I don't know if you know what that's like. In today's virtual world, you know, when, when you try to make a joke and you think the joke's going to be funny and translate over text... And, you know, you and I are really good at this. I, I will I will be the first to admit that you and I, whenever we say something, even if it's asynchronous, even if it's not in the moment, I know that as soon as I read that, I laugh. Or as soon as you read it, you laugh. And, yes. I, and it translates very well. Does not translate well anywhere else. <laughs> the awkward <laughs> silence in between when someone finally first reacts to something and the time that you post it is is nightmarish. It is oh, horrid. I sit gosh. there and I'm like, did I did I make a joke that no one's going to understand? Did I just go over everyone's heads? Did I put this to a, a, a like again to you know the other coworker I was talking to? Do they even understand this? Have they even seen this movie? And then one person will like put a reaction with a ha ha or a laughy thing, and I'm like, I feel like now Thanks. they're just pity laughing at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Thanks. That's exactly what I needed. <laughs> Yeah. I'm wondering what Rob Zombie is up to, though. I'm wondering if he has a single that he's released off of his new kind of journey off of off of 2020, because the album is called The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. That sounds like a Rob Zombie title for sure. <laughs> uh, it does look oh, like man. there is a single out. Um, it looks like it's called <clears throat> The Triumph of King Freak. A crypt of preservation and superstition. All right, man. I am. I'm really enjoying this theme. Let's uh, <laughs> let's see what wait, this is. Wait, let me get the album artwork up here real quick. Actually, no. It'll pop up when I play it. That's what it'll do. All right, here we go from the beginning. Uh-huh. Come on, Rob. Don't disappoint. Okay. Oh, dude, this album arc is epic. <laughs> it's wild, man. All right. All right, we get in the groove. We're, we're building, man. We're building. I like you it. Build it up before you break it down. Yeah. You just did the awkward silence thing to me. This almost sounds like Lamb of God. In a way, if you take out the vocals. Yeah, okay. Okay, not anymore, but that riff, a little bit, sounded, reminded me of Lamb of God. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the other one? It, it's like, it's a mix between like Lamb of God and like a corn type riff, right? Like it, it's, yeah. Because it's like a tuned up corn riff. Um, tuned up corn riff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I definitely agree with that tuned up corn riff. Tuned up corn. <laughs> 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 because, like, 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't. Maybe it's just because of the, the odd like affinity I have to Lamb of God's playing uh, and their guitar work. I, I feel like putting them. And I'm not trying to put down Rob Zombie in or his band in any way, right? But it's Rob Zombie is very much like a spectacle, like like a, a performance piece, right? Like the the band is is not just musically, um, or it's not meant to be consumed just by audio. It's it's meant to have this visual component to it too, right? Yeah. And I've got. I feel like they're while their live shows are amazing, and like them watching them play live is awesome. I feel like they're very much putting their heart and soul into the audio format over the persona. Oh yeah, sure. 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 I, I've got two things for that. One, I think Rob Zombie is definitely more in like the shock rock category. It's very much in the same vein as like Alice Cooper, right? Like, like you mentioned, there's more of a, a show or theatrical element to that, that they are incorporating the music with. So there's that. I think the second thing, I think what really kind of made me think about Lamb of God in that moment was just like more of like the production quality, I guess, like the way the guitar tone sounded, the way the drum tone sounded, the kind of slower riff that was being played there kind of reminded me of some slower riffs that I've heard from Lamb of God before. That's where I made that kind of connection. But I definitely agree with you about like uh, Lamb of God's guitar work is uh, on a different level we'll say <laughs> and i'm not trying to like shrug off your suggestion either you know i hope yeah, you, yeah, yeah. i know you know that right but i hope other people don't don't think that i'm just trying to shrug, shrug that off but yeah um, i just want to make sure that like uh the nerve that i struck there uh has been healed properly by my by my tenderness <laughs> oh there was no nerve that was struck at all dude <laughs> okay i'm good okay cool i'm so i'm i'm pretty chill you know like the this this week has been like I, I feel like, you know, after all of the crazy news cycles, you know, for for however long, you know, in uh, I don't know if it's the lull just because of, you know, the transition and this and that. But I am loving not waking up at, you know, like five in the morning and checking my phone out of, you know, pure anxiety and seeing some, you know, crazy headline about something crazy happening. I, I am loving not seeing that in the morning and just seeing like here are the top five cats you know wear dressed up as you know noodles today or some something stupid you know so i'm, I'm all for that uh, for sure for mo- sure moving down the list here um what's saxon up to Ooh, i don't know yeah they That's have an album one, apparently coming out in in march called inspirations hmm yeah uh looks like they do have a single here came out this year called speed king Ooh, want to take a listen two kind of like regal type uh we got king freak and uh now we got a speed king let's see which one's going to prevail in the war of uh war of the seven kings what what was it no war of the what was it in in game of or sorry um song of ice and fire what they what they call that war between all the kings, or the or the five kings, maybe I don't know if five? there were seven. I know there's seven gods, seven kingdoms, seven. Oh, yeah, seven kingdoms. So Adele, that would have to be then seven kings. This I've kind of fell out of Game of Thrones stuff, dude. <laughs> dude, after season eight, everyone everyone bailed. You know, like oh, completely yeah. tore that down. But I okay, tapped let's out not, at let's the beginning not, of that. Anyway, talk talk about like striking nerves, man. But let's not talk about yeah. Game of Thrones. Uh, let's talk about Saxon. So let, right. let's hear the single single that they got. What's the single called? 
called Speed King. Uh, it's got a, oh, yeah, uh, right. a race car for the album. I'm art. not drunk. Old race car. Oh, you know what? This is a cover. I know this. Okay. <laughs> so Inspiration is a cover album. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Guys, Geniuses. we're on the same page now. Oh, my goodness. I like how both of us didn't catch that until <laughs> that far in. I, I know I've heard uh, other bands cover this, this song, so... Oh, that's. I was like, I heard the riff. I was like, this sounds really familiar. Like, they would have to know that they can't, like, copyright. Like, this is total copyright infringement. Come on. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is a cover. There <laughs> Oh, wait. Creative interpretation. I was like, this isn't. Wait a minute. This doesn't sound like original. Oh, it's not original. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so cool. I guess. I guess, where does that rank in the sort of uh, release, like re-release, remaster, or uh, okay. cover cover album? Okay. Like, it, it, I'll, I'll give you my opinion because I know you gave me yours last time. So so, so definitely re-release is a total cop-out. Remaster is a semi-cop-out, right? Because there is some production work that goes with that. Sometimes they re-record you know, certain sections, that, uh, but mostly remasters are pretty much cop-out. Cover albums, that's next on the list. Definitely. Like, if if regular full-release album is at the bottom, like, as we know, tried and true, not a cop-out. On the cop-out scale, covers album falls right below remaster in my book. Yeah, I can agree with that for all the same reasons you just said. <laughs> I mean, c- cover albums are great, too. Like, d- don't get me wrong. Like, I do, I do like me a good cover, but... I don't know if that's the only thing that you're going to release in in the year. Like maybe you're in between album cycles. Sure. But eh, I mean, I get it. It like it takes time to learn these songs, to rehearse them, to record them, all of that, just like you would your own material. Right. But like the element of like the, you know, the difficult process of actually writing the music and writing something that works well and, you know, it's going to sound good in the end. uh, That's like the meat potatoes of this whole thing. <laughs> oh yeah. You're cutting out 70% of the work. Yes. It, when, yes. when you do a cover album. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tweaking a little bit. Sure. But it's, it's a third of the effort. <laughs> I prefer the method that I've seen a lot of bands do where they do like one to two covers at the end of each album as like kind of bonus tracks, bonus tracks. So like B sides, uh, definitely is okay. Uh, so a lot of times you'll you'll see this in new releases too, right? They'll, they'll say like, oh, we're releasing this album, but the B-Sides version, right? And it's the same album, just a Lux edition with a couple, you know, songs. And yes, I'm all for that, right? Um, back in the days of CDs where you could sell a deluxe set with a second CD uh, that had these bonus tracks on it. Yeah, it made sense. Now, with the digital age, just release it out of band. But don't make me like buy the whole album to get the the special tracks. You know, don't don't do that to me. Which no one's doing. Yeah. That, but okay, yeah. this is perfect because the next band that I that I see on here is one that we have made fun of relentlessly, um, one time exactly, and it's the the wannabe Led Zeppelin Aerosmith 
rock bands, hand motion, Greta Van Fleet. They have another <laughs> album coming out. I I desperately want to hear if there's a single what Greta Van Fleet has is bringing to the table that is not full on recycled. Okay, so Greta Van Fleet and in the, in the any album they release is automatically a covers album. I'm just I'm putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I I do not like Greta Van Fleet. Like I I don't know what it is about them. Um, but when I was first introduced to them, I was immediately put off and. Not to say that I don't appreciate like the Led Zeppelin or like the Aerosmith like era. Like it's a great period in rock history, and I think it had its time and it definitely had its day. And much as Saxon put it, like inspirations is a thing. Right? You, you can always say you were inspired by this band, or uh, you took kind of pieces of this band to make your band, or sounds from here, like. Everyone has influences and inspirations, right? Everyone has something that they build. But great musicians don't copy, right? Um, great musicians kind of make their own way in the world, right? You don't get Picasso from just copying every single, you know, Renaissance painter on the planet, right? Like you, you don't get any change if you're consistently following the exact same model. Well, that parallels to a lot of stuff that I'm realizing just now, but <laughs> let's stick to the music side of things. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Greta Van Fleet is the, the Xerox copy, hit the copy button. We made this joke already. That's That was the joke, yeah. Yeah. You okay. nailed it. <laughs> uh, so they do have a uh, single that they released last year called My Way Soon. I don't know if that's just a single on its own or if it's actually going to be featured on their upcoming album, but uh, My Way Soon. Do you want to take a listen? I am so curious. Yes, I would love to. All right, here we go. Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Just come on, bruh. What are you even doing? Yeah, it definitely still sounds like Led Zeppelin. You just let me know when you want me to stop. Yeah, you get man, you can stop. Jeez, oh, dude, like just no originality in in that thing. And I, oh, I come on, <laughs> I I don't I don't know if it's if it's just me or if it's just a metal thing where immediately you're put off by something like that. And I know the counter argument is like all oh, metal sounds the same, you know, like whatever, you know, all metal's the same. And I'm like, but we're here to explain why it's not. <laughs> and I I feel like. Sounding similar, I, I I agree that to an not untrained ear, right? But it's a lot to take in. M metal is definitely kind of like that, right? And the first time you listen to anything lossless or anything, you know, um, with a bunch of instrumentation, it is a lot. You are overwhelmed, just like you are with anything, right? Like, I mean, like, here, read this book. It's like, oh my God, there's so many words on this book. What am I going to do, right? But then you start to learn and appreciate, like, the meaning of words and how the words flow together and yada, yada, yada. And it's it's learning a new skill of, of how to listen to, to stuff. I'm definitely halfway through this beer. Um 
It's cool, man. So, so I, I, when it's a blatant, just full on copy of something that was done now 50 years ago, like guys, like it's not really? like we oh. forgot. <laughs> 50, right, 50 years, years already. Oh, wow. I mean, I used that's to remember thinking that was like but... 30 years ago. <laughs> I mean, maybe we can call it 40. We'll split the difference, right? Like, all right. 40 puts it so, at the 80s, though. So, like, uh, you yeah, know. it's still still a while. Still a while. A while. A while. A while. All right, Are there any other we're, bands we're, you want to feature? Or are we good? I I think there there's only a couple more that have okay. you know, planned releases for for this the first half of the year. So I'm going to I'm going to leave it to you. I'm going to have you choose between. Um, Albums. So, do you want to look at something from Odium or from Nuclear Blast? Nuclear Blast. So, the band is Amorphous. Nice. Yeah. And it's the live album. Oh, hey. Live at Helsinki Ice Hall. So, now we get to rank live albums in our list of cop outs. That's. That's really just a. That's just a variation on re-release, in my opinion. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, but I will say, like, there are a couple live albums by a couple bands that I do like, but I I don't like live albums from every band. I, I can see that, sense. right? I, I think, you know, to be a live band uh, or to release a live album, you, you do have to have the chops to, to cut it live. Now, where in the rankings, though, because I feel like you and I may differ on this this opinion. So mm. if the bottom or OK, so total cop out we've said is re-release. Mm. Partial cop out is remaster. Covers album is below that, right? Is like kind of original. How does live stack up in, in those in the mix there? Is live better than a cover album? It's. I feel like it's a close tie for me. Okay. I don't know. It's. It's really hard to know. What do you. What do you think? Honestly, I would say live is better than a cover album. What are your and reasons? The reasons for that being that in every in every good live recording, there is some variation or original content added. Right. Whether that's you know Slipknot with a drum solo added in it. Or, you know, other bands with guest vocals or cover songs even mixed in with the live album, right? That they've never released on studio tracks. It's a variation of what they've played. Whereas a remaster is a direct copy, you know, maybe with some mixing and mastering this and that. A cover is a blatant, you know, take on someone else's work. A live rendition is here's how they are playing this in real life, right? And the creative decisions they've taken to change this for a live audience right or what they've chosen to add now i will put a big giant asterisk on that a big giant footnote saying that exactly what you said it depends on the band one thousand percent like not every band can release a live album that is not a cop-out some bands will release a live album that falls below the re-release because no one wanted it because this band sucks live, right? Uh, 
I think that number is much fewer, at least on the on the metal scene, for people that would actually release the album. I don't think anyone's going to do that because it wouldn't sell. Um, yeah. So I think for for most of the times for me for the album live albums that I've listened to, they're rated above uh, cover bands in terms of cop out status. Uh, for me, I, I don't think they're as much of a cop out as a live album, or sorry, as a cover album would be. Okay, I can definitely agree with that with those reasons. I think for me, the reasons why I like the live albums that I do is because I've actually seen the video for said live concerts. Like, that's how I was first exposed to them. So in a way, like, it felt like I was there, right? But I wasn't there. Like, I think for me, I have a a much deeper appreciation for seeing and consuming live music and I'm more open to music in general, as like stylistically, when I see it live. It's hard for me to get into something new when it's just the audio format. So, like, I think there's only one live album that I like that I did not see the live video from, and that is Children of Bodom's Tokyo Warhearts, because I feel like when on that concert, the song Hate Breeder felt like it was the most close to the original recording that I'd ever heard in a band. And I have yet to come across a band that has kind of filled that, is that if that makes sense, or at least done that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of B-sides, right? Uh, in what is it? Hate Crew Death Roll, the special edition has some of their live songs from their concert in Tokyo. And they sound freaking amazing, right? Oh, it's so good, dude. It's so good. Such a shame, man. Just, oh, I know I'm still crushed. Yeah, man. Like that. this. So again, the 2021 news cycle, right? Um, <laughs> I'm so glad this last week to kind of have a reprieve from some of that, but it started out, you know, just the same. Oh. Yeah. Right, man, so to that- really bring it back around to Amorphous, do we want to listen to a song? <laughs> <laughs> a live song like what's what okay so like do they have like anything off of their, their live album yeah i'm trying like, to see here it doesn't look like there's any live albums that they have um, okay so hit can, me with uh I, i'm assuming like what's what do you consider the amorphous like hit song right the most popular song by this band like the, the song that, that i consider knows. or that spotify considers <laughs> i say i is in the royal i meaning spotify Okay, that would be uh, House of Sleep, and that is off of the album Eclipse. So let me go ahead and get the album art queued up here. All right, so we'll go ahead and take a listen to House of Sleep. Through another another round. <laughs> Your face says it all. I like Amorphous's sound. I like their guitar tone. I like their drum sound. I think they are very much a middle of the road kind of metal band as far as 
everything else. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we've talked about the mainstream, quote-unquote mainstream metal, right? You and I are very much on, on different sides of the spectrum, and our Venn diagram overlaps a little bit. And that includes, you know, like, for me, it's mostly like core genres uh, mixing into the lighter side. Uh, and yours is very much like the death, the black, the folk, the Viking, the power. You know, we, we overlap in, in some of those areas, but I don't think we've ever talked about like the very middle of that or the very like fringe edge of my side being what's considered like mainstream metal. Right. And yeah, I don't think so. I don't think we've ever covered like pop metal. And maybe that's what I would call it, like popular metal. Mm-hmm. And that's the like, you know, your dad's metal, right? Five I think finger we, we, death we, punch, the we've, Slipknot. We've talked about that. I don't want to put Slipknot in that category because I still like Slipknot, and I'm not. I'm a dad, you know, but I don't. I'm not like you're that totally dad. fulfilling that definition, though. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a cool dad, right? Like, isn't that a thing? <laughs> All dads think they're cool. Anyway, <laughs> fine. Um, put me on the on the list. I'm a dad. It's all good, dude. That's something we can discuss another time. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 2021. You know, for for what 2020 was, I don't. I'm not holding it against any bands because we got some awesome album releases in 2020, and we would be technically in a touring schedule for a lot of these these bands that just released in this 2021 era, right? This would be a downbeat for a lot of bands. They would be on tour schedule or they would be, you know, writing or prepping, you know, material for a 2022 release, right? Um, I'm not going to knock anyone for not releasing something in 2021 because of how 2020 was, right? I for think sure. everyone gets a pass this year. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Not saying that the bands that have stuff, you know, scheduled for release in 21, like props to you guys for keeping, you know, the dream alive. But yeah, man, it's going to be I think it's going to be a cool year music wise. I I feel like there's a lot of other bands that uh, are going to be releasing stuff that we just haven't really come across yet. So um, it'll be cool to kind of see see that happen. Lots to look forward to in 2021. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter at MetallurgyCast and on Facebook as Metallurgy Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email guitar at metallurgycast.com or click the submit follow-up link in the show notes. If you've got a minute, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach other headbangers across the globe. If you have questions, thoughts, song or artist recommendations, please let us know. Share the podcast with a friend, and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes when they drop. Moving along, the next uh, band that I want to feature, uh, or that I'm looking... Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on here. I Did I talk about when Wardruna came out with their album? Yes, I did. Okay, that's right, because it came out today. Whew, I thought I forgot that for a second. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I've got so much going on over here. Just trying to manage. Dude, you're always, like I said, you're more prepared than I am. And I told you I was going to sit back and enjoy my, you know, chocolate, you know, chocolate stout. And uh, I feel a little bad. If I could be twiddling buttons with you, I'd be twiddling your buttons, but. It's all good. We'll we'll figure out a way you can twiddle my buttons. Ooh, sounds hot. <laughs> I just messed up so many different things right now. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's like there are 18 buttons that you need to press in the particular order. If you don't press one of them in the right order, then the domino tower fall, falls down. The problem is, is that I didn't actually queue it up. <laughs> Oh, that's 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 fine. That threw off my groove. You threw off my groove. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off Steve's groove. All right, we'll just pick up sorry. from here. Why is that not working? It's definitely my favorite Disney movie of all time. Always yes. will be. Emperor's New Clothes. Yes. You, you don't right. have to acknowledge me. I I am I am filling the radio waves with uh with with. Peaks and valleys for you. Thank uh, you. I appreciate that. All right. I got yeah. the song queued up. Here we go. We're going to take a listen to Three Bridges by Cult of Luna at around 212. <laughs> 